Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Slipstream. I am your host, Brent Houston, and I am coming to you yet again from the compound in Hocking Hills. Still in sequester, getting getting over a hundred days now, been doing this, so uh, been just hanging out here, much like everybody, uh, sort of stuck in a different kind of life than certainly existed just uh, about a year ago. And uh, welcome to this episode of the Slipstream Podcast. I am covering, in the last few episodes, some of the mental models that I've been using for quite some time or that I use on a regular basis. And this week's no different. Uh, This week I'm going to take you through uh, my project and task management process and a model that I call EDSAM. That's E-D-S-A-M. EDSAM. Um, I've talked about EDSAM quite a bit in different forums, and I've published a couple of tools like EDSAM Assistant, uh, which is literally just a a little cross-platform tool to help you kind of use the model. Um, I talked last time about three-currency theory and turbulence, the idea that uh, money, attention, and time uh, essentially are Constricted resources, constrained resources, and so uh, when you do your project and task management and schedule planning, I talked about some methodologies in the last episode of how to to, uh, take advantage of that, uh, as well as uh, the concept of turbulence, the idea uh, that some some projects, some tasks, some weeks, some days are more uh, sort of bumpy than others. They require, uh, might require a little bit more uh, energy or uh, it might be a little more entropic uh, than, than others. So uh, to kind of combat that, so if you think of that as, as the framework by which I lay out my calendar and I try to plan for when I'm going to execute projects and tasks, <clears throat> then EDSAM is sort of the mental model, the framework that I use for analyzing projects and tasks. So uh, let's start again, I guess, at a high level. So project is basically, when I say the word project, project is something that is made up of multiple tasks. It has a set of inputs, usually, and a set of outputs. And it has a set of tasks that need to occur. Um, So that's a project. When I talk about a task, a task is usually a single something uh, that has to be accomplished. So one specific thing uh, that needs to be done. So in order to help optimize that and optimize the way and approach that I use uh, for looking at projects and certainly looking at tasks is I use the EDSAM model, the mental model of EDSAM. And it goes like this. EDSAM essentially uh, stands for eliminate, delegate, simplify, automate, and maintain. And so as I think about, let's just start with a simple task. If I have a task that I must accomplish, like take the garbage uh, out to the dumpster, 
that might be a task that I need to accomplish today. Um, I'm going to run that through the process as I do my sort of morning review, and certainly as I'm sitting in a weekly uh, review, which I do every Sunday, I'm going to apply the same logic to projects and tasks. But then every day, I look at what needs to get accomplished that day, and I run through the EDSAM model again for every given project, uh, then broken down for each task in a project, and then, of course, any standalone tasks. So let's just start with a standalone task, take the trash out uh, to the dumpster uh, around the office. So I've got to gather up all of the uh, trash from around the office, and I've got to take that out to the dumpster uh, and make sure it happens. So uh, let's run through the EDSAM uh, mental model. So the first, the, the E, the first step in EDSAM is, is eliminate. So this is pretty easy. I start off by saying, okay, well, what happens if I don't uh, do the task at all? So what if it just doesn't get done? Um, you know, can I live with it? And um, some tasks automatically you'll find you, as you think about that, just apply that question to it. What happens if I don't get this task done? A lot of times the answer is really nothing. Um, and if that occurs, then You've got to, you know, you've got to decide. Well, if nothing's going to happen if this task doesn't get done, then maybe that task isn't even important enough to uh, to do. So right off the bat, that's the first question: um, What happens if I just don't do it? And the second question I use, and this came uh, basically straight from uh, some of the reading that I've done by different uh, authors from Get Things Done and, and Tim Ferriss and such, is uh, the D in the EDSAM model, so E for eliminate, D for delegate, is am I the best person to perform this task in terms of efficiency, effectiveness, and resource cost? So um, as I look at taking the trash out at the office, uh, I may not, depending on the load of my team, the project load of my team currently, uh, or any assistance that we might have in the office, anything like that, uh, I look around and I say, okay, who has the lightest workload and can they manage to do this task, right? So in terms of efficiency, effectiveness, and resource cost, am I the most effective one to, to do it? If it is, if I am the most effective uh, one or the most efficient one or I have the lowest resource cost to make it happen, then I should do the task. I should be the person uh, to do the task, and I continue on through the process. Now, if you were to think about uh, delegation, delegation is a skill. It takes a lot of practice. Um, but I also think in terms of what I call my delegation pool. So uh, if you are familiar with the EdSAM Assistant software that I've published, um, you'll know that you can actually track your delegation pool inside of uh, EdSAM Assistant. And the delegation pool is literally just a list of uh, resources that I can remind myself that I have access to when I think about who uh, or what group or what team I might delegate the task to. So uh, I just keep track of that, and in that are, are folks like my VPA, uh, my Amex concierge, 
um, crowdsourcing, my assistant, my different staff members, different contractors that I use from time to time, um, the Mechanical Turk and other sorts of do-my-task sites. Uh, I take all of that into consideration when I think about uh, my delegation pool. Um, That is, are any of those folks uh, more efficient, more effective, and have a lower resource cost uh, to get that task done? Um, If so, then I would delegate the task to them and uh, just track it as a delegated task. Now, assuming that I can't uh, delegate it, I've got to do it myself. My next piece is S. So we have E for eliminate, D for delegate, S for simplify. And there are a couple of questions I use uh, to ask myself around task simplification. Uh, You know, the first one is, can this task be performed in a different way that would reduce the resource cost or make it easier to obtain the results. So um, there maybe is a way that it's always been done, um, but is there a way that I could simplify this where I could get to the output I need uh, without doing a lot of the work? As you guys uh, who listen to the podcast regularly know, I'm a big fan of the Pareto Principle. So the second question I apply to simplify is, is there an 80-20 point of performance for this task? Uh, If I were to uh, only get the 80% of the output that matters uh, by putting in 20% of the input, would that suffice? And so if so, uh, I'm going to pursue these efforts to simplify this task. One of the things that's really important about the simplification step in EdSAM is if you have a task that is recurring, it happens over and over again, you have to do the same thing, then Simplify can have a huge payout, right? So if there is a task that I have to do every week and maybe it's build this report and uh, deliver it to a client and every week this client gets this report, well, if I look at that process and I can come up with a way to simplify that process and eliminate some of the resource requirements to accomplish that process, the return on the effort to do that simplification is exponential because it I have to do this over and over and over again. So I'm not just solving my problem and reducing the resources that I need to use right now, but literally every time in the future this task is going to get accomplished. So simplify is a very powerful step and a very, very uh, logarithmic uh, capability there to get return on investment. So it's uh, it's one of the areas that you really pay close attention uh, to. Now, I also do keep uh, a list in EdSAM Assistant of different simplification techniques that I have used or different simplification tools that I might have um, in order to help me make a process uh, simpler in the past. And I do keep track of those so that uh, I can apply them again uh, over and over and over again. They, They serve like a tickler file to remind me. So we've talked about in EdSAM, the E for eliminate, D for delegate, S for simplify. The next one, the A, stands for automate. So uh, here the question is, is there a way that hardware or software could perform this task or reduce uh, 
the resource costs. So in other words, can I write some simple scripts? Can I write a little code? Uh, can I use a piece of hardware to uh, perform this task without me needing to pay attention to it? Uh, can I create a cron job? Can I do a, a shell script? Can I, um, you know, can I write something like uh, a batch file in Windows to uh, automate this task? If so, then it's worth, again, because of that logarithmic return idea, it's worth the effort to put the time in now, especially on recurring tasks. Or if this is a task that is a part of a larger project and it's maybe it's part of many projects. So if it's a common task, it happens over and over, there's a huge return on investment in automating that task. So automate, and again, here I do keep a list in EdSAM Assistant of my different automation tools, the different tools that I use, uh, things like Text Expander, IFTTT, uh, different batch, uh, batch files and, and different event handlers that I've written for myself. Uh, I do have a couple of systems that basically I've written my own private little APIs to so that I can call recurring tasks and get data back. Um, different cloud processes that I know I've got uh, for data sources, that kind of stuff. So I just keep a list of those under my automation tools, and that way I, I can use it again like a tickler file to sort of just uh, do creative thinking about the process. So we've gone through uh, E, eliminate, D, delegate, S, simplify, and A, automate. So that leaves M in Ed Sam. Ed Sam. So eliminate, delegate, simplify, automate, and the M is for maintain. So if I get to maintain, that means that I cannot eliminate the task, I can't delegate it, I can't simplify it, it's, a, it's at its uh, most basic need to be done, uh, the most basic way to do it, I can't automate it, and so now the task has to be maintained, it can't be improved. So if it can't be improved at this time, uh, then I ask myself the question, when should I readdress it? So if it's if I think down the road, let's say six months from now, a year from now, I might have different tool set that I could apply to the task or something like that. Then I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to put that in a tickler. Uh, I'm going to add a, a calendar event or I'll use something like followup.cc to send myself an email later down the road to remind me to look again at that task and run it back through EdSAM to see if my capabilities have changed and, and if I can do anything to lighten the resource load or eliminate that task altogether. And uh, I actually, in EdSAM Assistant, I do, uh, I do keep a list in there of tasks to be reviewed at a later date, and I give it a date uh, as well, so there's another mechanism that you can use. So I apply EdSAM continuously, over and over and over again throughout the day, all, uh, if I take a project, I break a project down into multiple tasks, I'm going to apply EdSAM at each task. So each task is going to be optimized, and hopefully that in turn optimizes the project. So uh, that's essentially my process. So uh, as I take different projects and I track them and I perform my weekly reviews, EdSAM is really, really, really uh, what I lean on, and it, it has made a huge, huge uh, difference in uh, the way that I kind of manage tasks. 
Now, as a bonus, this isn't so much a part of Ed Sam, but uh, this is another sort of quickie uh, mental model that I use quite frequently. And that is I tend to think about tasks into uh, the idea is of is the task synchronous, i.e. I need another resource to do it and I have to, I have to do it at a specific time or, uh, for example, a meeting uh, has to occur. So that's a synchronous task um, versus an asynchronous task. So I can do this whenever I want. Um, I just maybe have a deadline, but it's up to me really when the work gets done. Um, a lot of times I will sort projects and tasks into synchronous and asynchronous buckets and I will do the synchronous ones as uh, time requires, but I'll literally just start applying my three currency theory to get and drop schedule blocks in to do my async tasks. Um, and in terms of my personal life, I actually have a pretty, uh, a pretty good routine of async tasks uh, that I've developed and optimized over the years, and that I execute essentially every Sunday. So on Sunday, I like to think about the idea that I take care of the things that take care of me the rest of the week. So that's when I do things like take care of and perform maintenance on systems that uh, take care of me or that uh, need a, a, I need throughout the week. Uh, I might apply patches. I might update virtual machines, install new drivers. Uh, I might, that's when I maintenance my hot tub. Uh, I do my pool maintenance. I take care of the pond and the stuff around the house. Uh, anything that needs to be done that takes care of me the rest of the week, I do that management and maintenance on Sunday. If I can't do it on Sunday, then I have those already pre-sorted list of tasks that need to be accomplished, and I'll drop them in as quickly as possible. So either on Monday or Tuesday at the very latest, and I'm knocking that stuff out. Um, so that's really kind of it. That's how I sort it. I do synchronous tasks based on the calendar. I do async tasks based on uh, the three currency theory that we talked about last week. So uh, that's it for this week. I've taken you through Ed Sam. If you want to find Ed Sam Assistant, if you'd like a copy of it, just do a Google search. Uh, you can find it there or reach out on Twitter or uh, any of the socials and hit me up and let me know. Uh, I will be happy to uh, help you. On Twitter, I am at L-B-H-U-S-T-O-N. That's L-B Houston on Twitter. You can find me there. You can also uh, find me on LinkedIn and other social networks as well. Uh, so feel free to reach out if you'd like a copy of Ed Sam Assistant. It's free, and I'd be happy to give it to you. Uh, but... As always, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, checking out the Slipstream podcast. Again, I'm your host, Brent Houston. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and I hope Ed Sam uh, really does help you in your day-to-day -day life as well. All right, until next time, have fun. Stay safe out there. Take care. Bye-bye.